Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Think this out over here is a little bit louder than this out over here. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I said, Praise the Lord, everybody. I need to do it one more time. Let the, let the devil hear it. Praise the Lord, everybody. Now, that's still, y'all still sitting down like we know. This ain't no funeral service. We're not burying the dead or nobody. I said, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, give God some praise up in here tonight. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Praise him. Come on. Lift up your voice and praise him. Lift up your hands and praise him. Oh, lift up your gates. Who is this king of glory? It is the Lord God strong and he's mighty in battle. Who is like to the Lord our God? There ain't nobody like Jesus. I double dog dare you to give a Holy Ghost shout. Come on, shout some walls down. Come on, shout some demons down. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, this ain't no Razorback game. We did win. I dare you to take a 35-second Holy Ghost praise break. No, we, we're your, we, we, we ain't going to tell nobody acting how you act in church. Come on now. We'll, we'll be your little social group. I need about a 35-second praise break. And some of y'all look too pretty for me in church. You know, it's not necessary until it gets necessary. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't you tell me this ain't necessary. You know it ain't really necessary to do all that shouting and hollering. Well, you just wait till the devil attacks your body. You just wait till the devil attacks your health. Come on, somebody. You don't know what I've been through. You don't tell me. You don't know the hell I walked through. You don't know the valley I walked through. You don't know the shadow of death God brought me from. You don't know the pit God brought me out of. You don't know my praise. You don't know the pain I went through. You don't know the test I had. You don't know my story. You don't, you don't know my story, and you don't see my glory. Well, at the club, you used to dance. Come on, at the club, you stick it down at the club. You did stuff you shouldn't be doing. 35 second praise, brother. You ready? Huh? Praise is the highest language of prayer. Let me say that again. I said praise is the highest level of prayer. Yeah. See, when you doubt, you go without. When you complain, you really remain. But if you praise, you'll be raised. So, 
I like calling this the praise cure. Whatever you need cured in your life, you can just praise God. Jehoshaphat said, look at here, boy. We don't need no gun. We don't need no weapon. All you got to do, come on, is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You just get your praise on. Come on, somebody. Come on. Has God ever blessed you before? Come on. He has worked. Come on. I need a 35-second. Come on. Holy Ghost praise break right now. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. See, as you're praising God right now, something is happening in your future. Something is happening in your business. Something is happening in your marriage. Something's going on in the unseen realm. Come on. Eyes have not seen or ears heard what's going on in the spirit. I dare you to say, back up, devil. You can't stop me. You can't block me. It is my season. You picked on the wrong person. I'm taking care of some serious business this morning. Turn your telephone off. Turn off Facebook. Come on now and get your face in the book. Ha-ha. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I need to get your Bibles out, get your pencils, get your paper, take notes. Amen. I want to honor Apostle Angie Hogan and, her, and, and Pastor Tim. Come on. Give God praise from Apostle Angie. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. I can only do what they allow me to do. Oh, now you're shouting. Now you're not shouting no more. Y'all was shouting good a while ago when I said, praise God, 35 seconds. Then I said, honor and submit, and ain't nobody shouting no more. You'll never go any higher than your honor. Jesus could not do anything supernatural. Well, we know they didn't believe, but they didn't honor him. Okay, I'm done. I'm already done. So if we don't really honor one another, and we submit to one another in the fear of the Lord, what the Bible says. Now, I'm an evangelist. I can only operate as they give me the authority to operate. Are y'all alive today? So this is a no-clock church. I mean, there ain't a clock nowhere in the church. Oh, <laughs> they just told me, they brought me in here and said, you know what? Do what you want to do. I said, what? Whoa! Now, other churches say, now, Brother Delton, you know, we have a clock here in uh, the... Uh, you got about 45 minutes to go ahead and, you know, get your three points and get up on, get up on out of here. And I have to honor that. I have to go by what they tell me to do. Come on, somebody. Come on. I have to go by what they, what they tell me to. So we need to honor these leaders. Amen. We need to honor, if you're a pastor, or you're an evangelist, you're a five-fold minister, I honor you right now. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I honor you. Amen. So the anointing can only go as far as you honor people. 
Honor your father and your mother that your days may be prolonged. That's not just your mother and your father You're in your house. That is your spiritual father and it is your spiritual mother of your house. If you belong in this church, you belong to this house and they are your spiritual father and your mother. Paul said we got a bunch of voices but a very few fathers. We got a bunch of preachers. They ain't been saved four days. I'm a preacher. You can't even spell preacher. Jesus said, go and make disciples. It's not in the microwave. I didn't get this from cemetery school. I mean, seminary school. Sorry. I got this from a relationship, come on now, and a fellowship with Jesus. I got this not from information, but I got it from some revelation. Somebody smoke some of this. Golly, Ephesians 3.20, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. You know, some folks say, you know, that's a really nice scripture. And some folks taking like, oh, my goodness, God is my God. If God be for me, who cares who's against me? They really just inhale it. They smoke it and they get it on the inside. Oh, glory to God. What pandemic? What corona? What cancer? What lack? What, what fear? God did not give me the spirit of fear, the power, love, and a sound mind. Woo! The love of God is shed in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Woo! People tell me all the time, they say, I work in the penitentiary. I work in the penitentiary. And all the officers say, well, brother, why don't you, why aren't you troubled? I said, I'm heavily medicated. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Why ain't you troubled? Why ain't the struggle is real? I'm just heavily medicated. I'm on a prescription. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. I am on a medication. I take my medication three times a day. By mouth. Huh? Come on. I get a good dose of the Holy Ghost. Some people are like, how can you love him? Well, I up the dose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I got, some, I got some folks at my work. If it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, <laughs> I'd lay hands on them, boy. I just up the dosage. You should up the dosage every now and then. Could have a Happy Meal and get you a Big Mac. Tell you one thing, some folks will just try you. Yeah, you ever saw Medea? She ain't there yet. Medea said, God's still working on me. <laughs> some of you ain't laughed all week long. You're like, oh, thank God, I need to laugh. Go ahead and laugh a little bit. It's okay to laugh. We're in church. You know, the toothbrush was actually invented in Arkansas. If not, it would be a teeth brush. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's joy in the Holy Ghost. There's joy in this water. There's something in the water. Something in this water, man. Woo! She might be just so serious. I'm just concerned about everything that's going on in the White House. <laughs> I laugh at it. <laughs> because the Bible said that God is sitting in the heaven. He's laughing. If God is laughing and I'm sitting beside him, I'm going to laugh just out of respect. I know what the joke is. God's like, <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll laugh with him. <laughs> Paul said we're seated with him in heavenly places. So if Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God, and I am sitting there with him, and he's laughing, he's not saying, Jesus is not saying, I hope the gas don't go up. Are we going to, Jesus is like, God, are we going to make it? I don't care who's in the White House. I mean, are we going to make Jesus is like, because <laughs> he knows the end from the beginning. Come on. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's a genius, and if you listen to him, he will make you look smart. Praise God. Are you full of the Holy Ghost this morning? I say, are you full of the Holy Ghost today? Are you full of the God kind of faith? Hallelujah. This ain't a normal church service. Right? This is, this is no clock church. Take your Bible this morning and turn to 2 Corinthians 4.13. We're talking about the faith and walking in faith and living by faith and how faith works. So take your notes. It's always good. You know, it's good to shout, good to dance, good to holler. But you, every now and then, you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention. Right? There's believer services, there's Holy Ghost services, and there's sometimes teaching services, right? You need to listen every now and then, because you don't know it all. You can't listen doing this here. That's great, but it's time to listen. Amen? Praise God. Well, let's talk about faith and how faith works. What is faith? Many of y'all think y'all know what faith is. They're like, I know faith, Glad. Don't you tell me. I know what the F-bomb means. <laughs> no, you really don't know what faith is. I'm about to mess you up. Is that okay? Faith. Now, what is really faith? And where does faith actually come from? Let's talk about where, how do we get faith, right? Well, we know that Romans 10, 17 says, that, so faith comes Y'all ain't shouting on that, are you? Faith comes. Faith comes. It's never sitting. It's never, huh? It's never dried up. Come on. There's no such thing as unchallenged faith. Your faith will be challenged up. Faith comes, are you alive? By hearing. And he knows we're slow learners. And hearing. By the word of God. So the moment you got saved, you got born again. If you don't like how you was born the first time, you get born again. Right? 
Romans 12, 3 said, God has dealt to every person the measure of faith. So you're not saying, I need more faith. I wish I had some faith. If I had the faith, you got faith. If you don't have faith, you're not saved. Because you're saved by grace through faith. That's how you got born again. That's how, Romans 10, 9, that you believe in your heart, right? That Jesus has died and raised up again. And you confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. That's what brought you into what? Salvation. Right? So number one, faith comes by hearing. Not by listening. I'm on this side. This side a little bit loud. It does not come by listening. Faith comes by hearing. Acts 14, the man that Lystra was crippled and crippled from the womb, and he heard what Paul preached, and Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. Where did this man get the faith from? He did not get it from any kind of class or school. He didn't go to Ramah. He didn't go to Old Roberts University. He heard what Paul spoke. He heard what Paul spoke. And Paul perceived that this man had faith to be what? Healed. You are just as healed as you are saved. How can you hear without a preacher? Jesus said to the one that hears, more is given. If you want more to be given to you, you've got to hear. You're loud. So you don't need more faith. You don't need no power. There is no power shortage. I started preaching when I was 16, 17 years old. I used to get up. I used to, before I preach, I say, Lord, I need more of you. <laughs> I need more of anointing. He said, where would I get it from? Where would I get more anointing from? I gave you everything that I got according to his divine power. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and what? Godliness through the knowledge of him. So it's not a power shortage. It is a knowledge shortage. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Not going to church, not dancing, not speaking in tongues. It's we don't know nothing. Jesus said you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know will set you free. You can be saved, but not healed. You can be saved and love God, even going to heaven, but you're still defeated. Every breakthrough in faith is a breakthrough in revelation knowledge. The man that broke the speed, the sound barrier in, in, the, in the sky, 
with the jet did not break it in speed. He broke it in knowledge. It's not how fast you go in God. It's how much you know God. Okay, I'm about to go. I'm going there. Get out of my way. I'm on fire. Paul said, I want to know him. And in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, I still want to know him. After 30 years of his ministry, Paul said, I ain't seen it all. I ain't heard it all. I ain't preached at all. I ain't dreamed at all. I want to know more. Yeah. Woo! Brother Hagen, Dad Hagen said, Paul's prayers, Ephesians 1, 17 through 23, Ephesians 3, 14 through 20. Paul's prayers is Paul praying that we would have the spirit of wisdom. In revelation, come on, in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of our heart will be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceedingly great power which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand far above all principalities and powers and everything that's named as name. And he hath made us to be the head which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Let me keep on reading the Bible to you. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he has loved me even when I was dead in sin, he has quickened us, made me alive, and made me sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. That's two chapters right there. What's Paul praying? Not that we would get more anointing. Not that we get more revival. Not that we get more potluck dinners. You know what a potluck is? It's just a pot full of luck. Anyways. Paul was praying that we would have the spirit, come on, of seeing and the spirit of knowing. Okay? What is really faith? Well, we know where faith comes from. It comes by hearing, right? Well, we walk by faith and not by sight. So I don't walk by my situation. I'm walking by my revelation. I'm not walking by what I see. I'm not walking by what the world says. I'm not walking by what the news says. I'm not walking by what the economy says. I'm walking by a greater revelation. I know in whom I have believed. And I know that my God is able to keep that thing he has promised to me. He will complete that good work he begun in me. I believe that he is the author and the finisher of my faith. He is the one that brought me out. He is the one that called me. He is the one that raised me up. He is the one. Woo! Ha So it's a walk of faith. Meaning you cannot look out the window. 
pretty bad out there, guys. Hold on. I don't know who's going to be in the White House. We may be all in trouble. Not me. Let me look out the window. Check my, my, my bank account. I ain't got a lot of money in here. You might go buy some Roman noodles. No, I like you ain't never had any Raymond Roman noodles. Come on, I like chicken and beef too. In the penitentiary, they call it a soup. And then, you know, you know and, they, and they crunch them noodles up and make a pizza out of them. A pizza out of a Roman noodle. It's survival. There ain't no pizza hut in, in prison, you know what I'm saying? These kids say, I need a large cheese pizza, please. Come to Woodenberg. You know, you can't do that. Come on. Looking out the window. You know what my light bill cost? It's high. My gas bill high. My water bill high. My house note high. But you're high. You're higher than them bills. You sit in Christ. You sit far above everything that pulls you down. You sit in the highest authority. You're sitting with Jesus at the right hand of God. <laughs> Woo! Glory, glory, glory. Now, my son is three. And I have Halloween candy hid from that boy. Because for breakfast, he wants a sucker. I'm like, some kids eat Cheerios. Pop-Tart, you know, he was a sucker. I want a sucker, Dad. I said, no. I put a blessing on that Halloween bag, and it's gone. That boy knows where it's at. Get up there. I said, boy, are you full of the Holy Ghost? Do you have a world knowledge? What are you talking But you know what? Apostle Pastor, he can't see the bag from down there. Only when I pick him up. Only when I hold him in my arms and he's sitting beside me. He's looking from a different view. He's not looking up there for the sucker. He's looking down there from the sucker. When you sit beside Jesus in him, you're seeing your situation a little bit different. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid of? Who? Who can stand against me? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Nay, all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Nothing. I sit with him. I reign with him. I'm crucified with him. I sit with him right now. He's like, I see the bag now. Because he's sitting with me. Come on. It's a walk of faith. I've lived my faith. Four different times, Paul said, the just shall live by faith. I said, the just shall live by faith. We got too many in the church. It's an immature of faith. 
They only do it on Sundays. But in these last days, when the world is crumbling down, we don't need any amateurs. We need some professionals in faith. My profession is I live by faith. If you're not living by faith, well, you're not even living at all. I do not live by man's word, but I live by every word spoken out of the mouth of God. Walk by faith or live by faith. Guess what it is? First Timothy 6.12. Paul said, fight. Y'all ain't shouting. Y'all don't want to fight. Y'all just, I don't want to fight. I'm tired. Struggle's hard. Nobody loves me no more. Paul said, he told young Timothy, in faith, it's going to be a fight. Don't look, at me, don't look at me like you don't know how to fight. You know how to fight? Come on. Paul said, fight. The good fight of faith. David did not say, look here, Goliath, you're a little bit too tall for me. David, a 17-year-old boy, didn't go to giant killing school not one time. Didn't have no degrees or nothing. He said, look here. I don't know who you be. I know you nine foot tall, but you ain't never picked on a boy like me before. I was out there in the field, and that boy put some oil on me. I'm one of them oily preachers. I'm so oily, the devil can't get his hand on me. Every time the devil tries to get a hand on me, it slips off of him. I'm oily. I think I'm so oily. Can't no devil, can't nothing get a hold of me because I'm oily. David didn't get oily. He said, you don't know. I don't need your under armor. I don't need your gear. I have the third person in the Trinity. I have an anointing. And I, Philistine, who are you? I'm coming to cut your head off. He said, who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine? What he was saying was, who are you? You do not have a covenant with God. I have a covenant with my God, and I am a believer. Walk by faith, live by faith, fight by faith, in the spirit of faith. Paul said, making me sweat on Sunday, y'all, come on. Ain't Sunday the day of rest. Now for the preacher. Paul said, we have enough. Huh? Not just Paul has this. Paul said, we have enough. Ain't there a show called The Have or The Have Nots? We got a lot of church folks, church folks like a have not. I'm just here, just trying to make my way to heaven. You know, life is really hard. And you really can't make no money in Ashley County. It's hard. The economy's going downhill. Not my economy. I'm in the kingdom. Woo! I got a cat because of my kids. I don't like cats. When they step on my car, I get in the flesh. I want to go get my gun, but I have to die. And every time I open the door, the cat goes, meow. 
I'm like, why are you crying? I bought you a house. You're living in prosperity. That kid ain't got no bills at all. She just, meow. I'm like, I got you water. I bought you a Gucci couch. You're living better than I am. But the cat goes, meow. What you crying for? And that's how folks in the church today, they sit there and they whine. Come on, quit whining and start pulling your voice out and say, I am who God says I am. I can do what God says. I have what God says. I, I ain't no whiny baby. The spirit of faith, listen, is contagious. You need a faith gang. Faith is a team sport. The spirit of faith not only is taught, but is caught. Paul had a spirit of faith. He said, I'm troubled on every side, but I'm not distressed. I'm persecuted, but I'm not destroyed. I'm cast down, but I'm not defeated. He could say, well, this is uh, Paul's ministries, and um, I'm trying to go nationwide, and <laughs> I have some trouble. I mean, it seems like nobody really loves me anymore. <laughs> I mean, I was a religious guru, and <laughs> I was riding my horse one day, and I was just being a good boy, <laughs> and here came the Lord. <laughs> now, I mean, off of my horse, all I was doing was riding my horse, and he knocked my name from an S to a P. It was poof. And I was just killing Christians. I was increasing in, 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 my, in, my, in, in my religion. And I started preaching to Jesus. And didn't nobody like me no more. He said, all men forsake me. But the Lord stood with me. The Lord strengthened me. And he delivered me from every evil good work. The spirit of faith will make a tadpole hit a whale. The spirit of faith. I'm going to read this. This one preacher said this way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One preacher said, the spirit of faith will make you swing out over hell on a corn stalk and spit in the devil's eye. <laughs> he better get some spit ready. I said, the spirit of faith will make you swing out over a hill on a corn stalk and spit in the devil's eye. You need to get some spit ready. Because he's been telling you, you poor, you broke, you sick, you're defeated, you're not righteous, you're shamed, you're addicted, you're a sinner, you can't do nothing, you can't get no house, you can't own no land, you can't get no married, you can't get married, you can't have no kids, you're a drug addict, you're a felony, you're a felon, you get the spirit, I am who God said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I am Blessed. I am healed. I'm delivered. The spirit of faith, listen, has two ingredients. Number one, I believe. Some of you are like, well, that's really easy to believe. Oh, really? It's easy to believe God? Roll with me sometimes. Try being an evangelist. 
I don't raise up money for me. I just live by faith. You can't just trust the church to take care of you. Right? Some of them are like, here's $10. You know, what's that going to buy? It's a life of faith. That I don't preach for income. I preach for outcome. Are you hearing me? I trust God. Huh? And I ain't got a budget. He's bigger than that. Hallelujah. So the spirit of faith has two main ingredients. Number one, I just believe. People say, well, why aren't you sad? I just believe. Huh? There's no pressure on you to make it happen. There's no, you're not the performer. You ain't the one trying to do it. Come on. Your job is to believe. Your job is to mix faith in the word. Y'all ain't hearing me. You're not the performer. You're just a believer. And Jesus said, you can only believe all things are possible to him that believes. The Father said, Lord, I believe, but help. You don't need no help. Help my unbelief. So if unbelief is curable, that means nothing is incurable. Jesus had to deal with two kinds of people. Number one, religious folks. Um, we do not do that in this church. We are the deep sheep. We don't laugh in our church. Of course not. Because if you're dead, you can't laugh. Dead folks don't laugh. I've been to a bunch of them. And they're not all bad to see them. I'm just tell you one thing. Oh, you know, we used to say, well, yeah, them bad, but you're dead. Well, i tell you one thing. I've been to some non-denominationals. I've been to the assembly of God with a name longer than my name of the church. What's your church name? Faith, love, hope, joy, fire, power. And there wasn't nothing in there. The only sign they had was a sign outside. <laughs> Jesus dealt with two kind of people. Number one, religious people. And number two, unbelief. Come on. Jesus marveled because he found great faith. He don't marvel all the time. He's been to heaven. He's seen everything. He just don't marvel every day. Jesus marveled at the centurion because he heard, listen, great faith. He said, you ain't got to come to my house. I don't need an appointment with you. I ain't got to tell you how long I've been suffering. I ain't going to make you feel sorry for more. All you got to do is speak the word and my servant will be healed. Come on. The spoken word. I say the spoken word of God is just as real as a physical visitation from Jesus. 
I said the spoken word. It was written. It was spoken so it could be written. And it was written so it could be spoken. The spoken word of God, listen, is just as real as a physical visitation from Jesus. Number one, I just believe. Who are you? I'm a believer. I ain't a doubter. I just believe. And I get happy about it. Faith cranks God's tractor. Meaning Jesus likes it when somebody says, you know what? I know I can't do it, but my faith is in God. My faith is in the blood. My faith is in the word. My faith is in the name. My faith is in God's ability. Not my ability. Not my denomination. Not my economy. My faith is in God. My strength is in God. I am in God. I just believe the report of the Lord. But we're not missing it there. We believe. Huh? If I just went up there and just said, do you believe? Like, yeah, I believe. Just take a breath Eliza test and just see how many have been drinking it from the Spirit. Let me check your, let me check your breath. Yeah, you've been in the Spirit. No, you've been in church. See, we don't miss it in the believing department. Uh, we miss it in the speaking department. You got to hook up your speaker to your believer. Some of y'all's speaker is unhooked. And some of y'all's feelings are up in there. Well, I just don't really feel like praising God. I'm tired and my leg is hurting. A lot of times we want to feel our way into faith. But a lot of times you have to believe your way into faith. The woman the issue of blood did not feel like getting in the crowd. Right? But the moment she acted, the moment she moved. See, your act of faith opens the door for God's act of faith. See, you want God to move, and he wants you to move. If your faith is not strong enough to move your mouth, it will never move your mountain. Faith is voice activated. The first part of faith is got to move your mouth. Now, you like moving your mouth. You love to move your mouth. <laughs> the speech center has authority over your body. James 3 said, your tongue is a little member. Aha. But it boasts great things. Yeah. So your tongue is really your destiny. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
And you are snared by the words of your own mouth. Meaning you are trapped by what you say. The devil don't trap you. You just trap yourself. Jesus said this way, have faith in God. He did not say have faith in God in church. Oh my God, apostle, I just have faith in God. That's in church. But Jesus said the law of faith will work for whosoever. Jesus came to the fig tree, and the fig tree did not have any fruit, just leaves. Like a lot of folks in the church. They got a bunch of shouting, bunch of dancing, bunch of hollering, bunch of running around, but they still fornicating. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm going to preach it, white boy. White boy going to preach it. You got some entertainment going on. Jesus saw the fig tree. He said that fig tree sure was pretty. But it did not have any what? Fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is supposed to be in the believer. And the fruit of the Spirit is not speaking in tongues. We don't care how much you speak in tongues if you're mean in English. You know it's tight, but it's right. The fruit of the Spirit is love. You can't be a mean Christian. Paul said, I don't care how much you speak in tongues. I don't care how much faith you got. You got faith to move a mountain. But if you ain't got no love, you're nothing. Love is, number one, long-suffering. Meaning love does not pray for patience. Love is patience. The devil don't have any patience. You can outlast the devil. He don't have any fruit of the Spirit. You have the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Love is long-suffering. He waited for you 15 years before you got right with God. And you won't wait three, three seconds in Wendy's. I order my food. Hurry up. I want my chicken nuggets right now. Why is there a long line? I got somewhere to go. No, you don't. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not puffed up. Love is not rude. Love does not remember what you did wrong to me. Wait a minute. I have a list here. I just remember everything you did to me 10 years ago. 
Not in the agape love or the God kind of love. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love does not bring down or tear down. Love builds up. Love exhorts. Love encourages. Love strengthens. You cannot grow in God without growing in love. Love thinks no evil. So if you're not thinking like love's thinking, it won't be too much longer. You won't be behaving like love behaves. So you got to let go of stinky thinking. Ha-ha. You got to renew your mind. Ha-ha. 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 Glory. Glory. I step out of love. Step out of God. You hear me? Step out of love. Step out of God. Brother, Brother Hagin said, if you get out of love, get back in real quick. Brother Hagin said, I ain't had a headache in 65 years. You know why? Teach you. I forgive quick. He said, this is how I stay healthy. I forgive quick. I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick to repent. I'm quick to believe. I'm quick. I don't say, well, you know, it don't take some time to heal from this wound. No, you don't take a long time. Forgive quickly. And he didn't have a headache for 65 years of his life. Because he, he forgave quick. He didn't say, well, I have to think about this first. I forgive you. Let me pray about it. And now let the Lord deal with my spirit first. <laughs> huh? You got to let me go to heaven. Uh-huh. Then he said, have faith in God. I have the God kind of faith. Then he said, whosoever. Jesus, when he spoke to the fig tree, it was not something he learned from heaven. He said, anybody can do what I do. <laughs> oh, my God. He said, anybody. Listen. What impressed everybody the most about Jesus? It wasn't his hair. He's like, well, Jesus has some long, beautiful hair. It wasn't his toes. He got some pretty feet, Jesus does. It was his words. They say he speaks like a man in authority. He speaks with words that are gracious. He speaks in the storms of seas. He speaks in demons and devils and demons and cancer and everything that comes. He speaks and things happen. He did not pray the tree. He spoke to the tree. And Peter said, the fig tree which you cursed is withered. What do we do? Jesus said, have faith in God. That will stop a lot of gossip right there. What are we going to do? Have faith in God. He said, have faith in God. I mean, you already have it. Ah. You got it. You already got it. You can move a, if he can move a fig tree, we can move a mountain. 
Jesus said, this will work for the smallest to the biggest. It'll work for whosoever. Whosoever shall have whatsoever he says. I'm done. Jesus said, whosoever shall, number one, say. He did not say pray. Faith works by saying that. Brother Hagin, Kenneth Hagin, pastor of church, and then Jesus came to him, and he said, I've called you to go in the mission field to be an evangelist. He said, oh, gosh. Right? He had a pastor's house. He was living pretty good. But God told him to go out there and preach and travel. Well, he said, I need some money. And Jesus said, you don't never pray for money. That messes up, that, that there will mess up everything we learn, all right? No, you don't pray for money. You just say, the money will come. Ha-ha. You just begin to say. You begin to say. You begin to say to the mountain, be thou removed. Come on, don't doubt in your heart. But believe those things which you say will come to pass. You will have whatsoever you say. So, Brother Hagin just said, you know what? The money will come. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I will not lack for ability. I will not lack for strength. And I'll never lack for the money. For the money will come. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm a sower. And God will multiply my seed sown. I am a covenant man. I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And the blessing of the Lord is making me rich. It has no sorrow with it. God's word must be not only spoken to you, but spoken through you. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, you got a mountain in your life? You know why you have a mountain in your life? Because words make mountains. Words either make a mountain or words either move mountains. Your words can either limit you or your words can loose you. Your words, listen, register in heaven. Jesus said, if you confess me on earth, I will confess you in heaven. Your confession of faith registers in heaven it, it will register on angels the angel said Daniel I've came down for your words not your prayers no I came down for something you said Job said if you will decree a thing and you will declare a thing it will be established nothing is done without spoken You said it. You believed it, right? And you said it. Huh? So your confession takes you in possession. Your confession builds the road where faith carries his mighty cargo. <laughs> you 
see them building them interstates, making them big, big slabs of concrete where stuff can ride on. Your words build the interstate from here to heaven. I got some stuff riding on me. Come on now. Faith is riding on my words. Healing is in your mouth. Blessing is in your mouth. The word of faith is not far from you. It's near you. It's even in your mouth. It's even in your heart. It is the word of faith which I say. So I just, I'm a whosoever. Then I just say. What do you say? Let me tell you what I say. I'm blessed coming in, blessed coming out, blessed in the city, blessed in the field. How you doing? I'm healed and I'm delivered. I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. I don't care how my body feels. He said it, and I believe it, and that settles it. So I just say what God says. I agree with the word. Come on. I agree. My confession agrees with God. You ain't lying. You used to believe what God says got to get a grip on your lip before you slip. You got to get your mouth saved. Quit talking this garbage. Don't you hang around me. I'll delete you in a heartbeat. I don't want to hear it. Because you're either speaking a miracle or speaking a mess. Come to you like you know when you get my age. You know when you get my age, glad I know you young, but you keep on living. I sure will keep on living, living by faith. You know when you get this time, this age, you get arthritis everywhere. Moses didn't have any arthritis. He was 120 years old. He didn't have no Medicare either. have what I say. I'm blessed. I got lots of money. My daddy is rich. It runs in my family. People say, you know, that, that, that really just runs in my family. Well, I got some different pair of jeans on. And this is ruined. You know, I duck hunt, and you know that when I, when I duck hunt, we have a laboratory dog, and the lab has something in his genes. A lab has something in his genes where you have to still train him, but he has that winner in him. You put that lab on that little stool, and when them ducks start working, that lab is already it's been breeded into him. There's something in that duck dog that it don't take much for him to go get that green head. I promise you that much. You take him out there, you let him look at him, and I guarantee you one thing, he's about to go. Because you know why? It is in his blood. I'm going home. He got a different blood type. He got a winner. He got a champion. He's a bloodline of a champion. And you have a different gene about you. You got heaven's DNA in you. You are not just a champion. You are a heavyweight champion. Hebrews 11 is the hall of fame of faith. They walked on their red carpet and got a reward. 
And everyone was jacked up. Harlan Rahab was a prostitute. Noah got drunk. David killed somebody. I mean, David committed adultery. Moses killed somebody. Moses stuttered, and they all in the Hall of Fame faith. If they can get in there, we can get in there. God is a rewarder of those that digitally seek him. Are you hearing me today? They didn't have it all together. But they believed God. Abraham believed God. It was counted for him for righteousness. Hallelujah. God said, look at the stars and see if you can count them all. Like, I can't. I don't know. It's, it's a bunch up here. And God said, that's going to be your seed. And Abraham believed God. He didn't say, well, let me try to figure this thing up here. No, he said, you know what? God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. As he spoke it, he shall bring it to pass. He's going to make it good. Come on. It's not hard to please God. Just believe him. Kick the doubt out. Kick fear in the rear. God did not give you spirit of fear, power, love, and a sound mind. There's no fear in here when he's here. Hallelujah. I believe God. Well, why ain't we seeing any miracles, signs, and wonders? Because the Holy Ghost only lands on faith. If you want to land this strip, you better be full of faith. He don't follow uh-ohs. I don't know what's going to happen. Now, you know, I've been praying, and I've been seeking the Lord. And I, I hope it happens. It won't for you. But you're still hoping it may happen. I'm in faith. I don't hope it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Faith says I got it before I get it. Faith has a voice. Faith has an ingredient. Faith has a language. Change the way that you talk. Well, you know, I don't say any cuss words. You're cussing every time you don't believe God. They limit the most holy one of Israel. They limited God. The children of Israel did. And God said, why don't you just believe me? You know, you can't hang around folks that don't believe God. You just can't hang around a bunch of buzzards. Dogs got fleas. You know, you live in Cross, you can't have no jet. You tell me what I can't have again. I have two jets. I have what I say. According to my faith, it's mine. The, the world said the sky is the limit. No, your faith is the limit. God said, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to believe me and to act on it. Faith is just acting like the Bible is true. Why don't you act like it every now and then? I'm healed. Act like you're healed. My back is killing me. Well, it's going to kill you. Huh? I'm falling apart. My heart is broken. God, break me. You want God to break you? I heard folks come to the altar and say, God, break me. 
He ain't trying to break you. He's trying to do something to you. God, break me. Why are you breaking for it? You already messed up as it is. You want God to break you? Hallelujah. Abraham is called a friend of God. I just believe. And I just say. I just believe. And I say. And I act like it's so. And I just believe. And I say. And I act like it's so. And I believe. And I say, and I act like it's so, and I believe, and I say, and I act like it's done. Ha, ha, ha. And I laugh. Laugh at the devil. Even if failure is looking at you straight in the face, I believe God. Be a good cheer. I believe God. It will be at me. Just like God spoke it, I just believe him. I trust in him. I have faith in God, and I act on it. I say. Believing and speaking opens the doors to the supernatural. Ah, open that door. Open the door of salvation by your voice. The devil don't like your voice. There's something in your voice. There's healing in your voice. There's blessing in your voice. Lift up your voice with strength. And say, I'm blessed. I'm righteous. I'm a multi-millionaire. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I'm loaded. Loaded. Fully loaded. Armed and dangerous. I have what I say. I don't have what I see. I have what I say. I walk by faith. And not by sight. Amen. Have what I say. When you begin to say, you're on the way. I'm on the way when I say. So I say, my kids are healed. My wife is healed. My seed is blessed. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Ha ha. No shortage. No lack. No struggle. No more sweating. No more wrestling. No more struggling. I walk in rest. I'm blessed. I pass every test. I have God's best. And I rest. And I believe. I enter to rest. My body's resting because I believe. Ha ha. I ain't getting sick. I ain't getting a COVID, whatever 19 or whatever number we're on. I ain't getting cancer. I ain't getting arthritis. I'm not being broke. I'm generous. I'm a giver. I'm blessed. I'm a tither. I'm blessed. You can't curse what God doesn't bless. I'm blessed. I'm favored. Ha. I'm delivered. Redeemed. Forgiven. Full. Rejoicing. Believing. Rejoicing. Ha. Believing. I'm rejoicing. With joy. Unspeakable. Full of glory. Full of glory. Full of glory, loaded, pressed down, sh shaken together, running over. Ha! I have what I say. A blessing will happen. It will come to pass at last. <laughs> it will come to pass at last. My words activate heaven. Hallelujah. Hey, preacher. 
ready to preach? You're a preacher, ain't you? You will preach. You will preach. You will preach. You will go and flow. And they will know. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. I just believe. Open the door to the supernatural. That's where Jesus is. Open the door as my word is. Ha. 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 I just believe. I just believe that he's faithful. That promised it. He'll perform it. He called you out of darkness into marvelous light. So don't go back. Step in. Step in. Press in. It's over. Ha. It's begun. A new season. Don't look back. Don't go back. Don't get pulled back. Step in. Step in and find blessing. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha. Glory. This is a drinking service. Feel the glory on you. Glory. Because I believe. If I believe, I see the glory. I'm walking in the glory. I'm loaded. I'm loaded with goodness and mercy. I have what I say. Back up, devil. I have faith in God. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.